Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get-together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there just sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching. And I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Final Show Films uh, Adventurers League Curse of Strahd. I am William. I am the Dungeon Master for this Adventurers League campaign. And joining us today, we have Jeremy. Hello, I am Jeremy. I am playing. Valis, the Scourge Asmar Grave Cleric of, of a god whose name I remember. Kelimvor. Kelimvor. And Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron. I am playing Connie Rose, apparently the charisma member of the party and a barbarian in of soon. And uh, Jeff? Hey, I'm Jeff. I am playing Jonel, the Elven Sun Soul Monk. And Sam. Uh, hi, I'm Sam. I'm playing Zanine. Uh, not sure what my character is right this second because I've forgotten. <laughs> Half Orc Ranger. Half Orc Ranger, yes, that's me. And we uh, do not have John this week. We will probably not have John for the foreseeable future because his schedule has gotten insane. Uh, so I will have to deal with the extrication of his character in a moment. But for right now... Because dude uh, needs to sleep at some point. <laughs> sometime in the world. Um, but So uh, when last we left off a couple of weeks ago, before we had s several issues that caused us to miss a couple of weeks, the group had finally decided they had had enough of the Baron of, of uh, Kresik's shit and not Krezik, um Velaki. Velaki. The Baron of Velaki's um posturing and meandering and his awful attempts at forcing the populace to commit to his misguided worldview. Um and invaded his house after dealing with uh the uh guards, the majority of the guards, uh defeating the captain of the guard uh, and then forging into his house, killing his guard dogs, and then following with him. Uh, proceeding to explore up the rest of the building, they found the attic, uh, at the end of which was seems to be some kind of amateur mage's workshop, uh, complete with three wooden uh, mannequins of small individuals in the corner. Uh, after about a minute of conversation went by, the invisibility spell 
used by the mage in question expired and he appeared in the corner with a very shocked which is where we left off and where we'll pick up. Yep. Um, looking to how pretty is this person? Uh, well, he has a sallow face, likely from not a lot of like expect uh, not a lot of good eating. Um, the robes that he is wearing are dirty and tattered, uh, likely from the wolf being one of the few outfits that he actually has to wear. Uh, and, uh, his facial hair is general, his hair and facial hair is generally largely unkempt from a lack of being able to really focus on that. Not very pretty at all. Got it. Connie will <clears throat> pull out her book, flip through it. The time for... Her explanations draw as short, and justice must be administered for, for the tragedy suffered by the beautiful. Uh, he sort of looks at you for a minute and, like, tilts his head to the side like he's trying to parse out what you just said to him. Look, pull, Adrenal pulls out his spear, kind of holds it out slightly menacingly, and goes... I believe what she was saying is you have a lot of explaining to do. Uh, I am Victor. I am the son of the Baron, and this is my workshop. Look him over. Do you have anything in his hands? Nothing? Just uh, just, just like a book that he's clutching to his chest. What do you work <clears throat> on? Uh, uh, magic, mostly. I found a spell book some time ago, and I've been trying to teach myself the arcane. What sort of magic? Uh, well, most recently, he sort of indicates under the blue rug, I've been trying to make a teleportation circle to go home away from this place. Right. I'm going to look at the circle. I want to see how legit this dude is. What else have you been working on? Uh, so you, you, pull, you pull the rug out from under um, and you see... Uh, the there is there is a uh, a series of magical runes underneath the rug that looks like the, the the beginnings of a teleportation circle, but it doesn't take a master of the arcane to see that this circle is incomplete and flawed for a number of reasons. It is not currently going to work at all, um, and it doesn't function like a teleportation circle should, and it's probably dangerous to try and use to teleport. Okay. So it is someone who is trying to learn the teleportation circle's attempt at making one. Hmm. He stares so, at it for a second. Have we decided this guy's a bad guy or not? <clears throat> Looks Honey. up at Victor. Victor? 
looks back down at it. Grabs his mace and repeatedly smashes the floor until the teleportation circle is... What, what was there is gone. Uh, Connie will flip through a book a little bit, uh, looking towards Zanine. Even where the beauty is unclear, we must must be thorough when our examination of the arts. That mean I need to look at it closer? Um... <laughs> uh, so just go ahead and make me a general attack roll, Valis, for how well you okay. made to smash up this teleportation circle. I'm not just gonna keep hitting the floor until it stop until the floor is broken. So Connie has read her share of trashy romance, trashy. Um, roll me some damage for that. So. Can I get an insight roll to see if this may have been a magical practice that was slowly driving his father insane? Uh, you can make an insight check, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you just kind of take your mace and just slam across the, the magic runes, and Victor looks kind of shocked, but is obviously not in a position to try and stop you from doing this. Once uh, it's pretty much destroyed... I straighten up, look over at him. Perhaps you should start more modestly. Light spells. Pulling rabbits out of hats. I mean, I've learned a few of those. I was hoping to leave this place with that. That um... probably would have killed you. Yes, that's, uh, that's been the effect on the things that I've tried to send through. Wait. Uh, and, um, send your, 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 your insight check, um, the, uh, you get the sense that this practice has mostly been confined to this room, and based on the, the amount of clutter and pathway in, in the area, you suspect that the Baron didn't come up here that often. Probably didn't notice too much of this. Uh, and, you know, Victor, yes, uh, I've tried to teleport small objects, um, occasionally a small animal. It doesn't go well. I've been trying to refine it. When you say small animal, are you talking rabbits and other such things or small humans because humans are animals. He kind of indicates to the pile of ash that used to be undead cats. Right. When your teleportation circle creates the undead it's time to start from scratch. Oh no, I, I, I dug those from a from a from uh of a discarded graveyard and animated them to be test subjects. So you what? didn't make the un with your teleportation circle? Okay. 
I'm no, going to I've reach made over experimentation and subjects. You reach over and I'm going to take that book that he is clutching to his <laughs> chest. <This> poor bastard. <laughs> uh, make me an athletics check. Well, 10. I don't have advantage. I mean, he's got a terrible strength score, uh, so nope. Uh, as, as you as you wrench it from his arms, he kind of reaches out. What? I... Just kind of take it with the other hand, just kind of like hold his head back. <laughs> so allow me to see if I understand this correctly. You dug up dead animals. Turned them into the undead willingly, and then sent them through the circle. I mean, would you have rather I sent people through? Are there no living cats? Have you seen any? Perhaps capture one of those wolves. Never mind. Never. Ne never mind. And he just walks out of the room. Like, he looks like if he doesn't, he's going to start using that mace in a different way. Flipping through the book, I know I can't understand the spells, but if he's got any notes or anything written in them, basically I'm looking for the ones where he's learned how to animate the dead. Uh, I mean, basically, he has the basic, uh, spells, um, for a mage, which, the ones he's got prepared at the moment, um, you can sort of look through and decipher some of the, some of the notation, uh, detect magic, mage armor, magic missile, shield, misty step, suggestion, counterspell, fireball fly, greater invisibility, ice storm, cone of cold, uh, as well as acid splash, animate dead, blight, Cloud Kill, Dark Vision, Glyph of Warding, Levitate, Mending, Remove, Curse, and Thunder Wave. Uh, this is an uh, impressive amount of dabbling you've done in here. Why are you up here? Why are you... I mean, this place was locked when it came up here, wasn't it? Yeah, it was sealed with a Glyph of Warding. Okay, that... Uh... Did you lock yourself up here, or did someone else lock you up up here? I did. I'd rather not deal with my family's insanity at times. I'd like to be left with my own slowly fraying sanity. From the, from the other room, you hear, that's not a problem anymore. <sighs> ah! I see. Well, uh... It's gonna toss the tome onto the table. This is the point where we remind You're... you that neutral good does not mean neutral nice. <laughs> and, well... and then, of course, of course, the last thing in the in the book that you noticed was the. 
attempts to write down the 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 the, the incantations for a circle of teleportation that is incomplete, obviously. It's a well, you, as my friend has said, you are free from the insanities of your family. Make sure this doesn't spread outside of this house. Uh, yes, I will. I don't, I, um, could, could you not, you know, I, never mind, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of grabs his book and pulls it close to his chest again and sits back down in the corner <laughs> poor bastard <laughs> he's slow going crazy he's slow going crazy as long as he keeps it to himself I have no objections and just kind of don't make us come back here, and then I'll follow Valis out. <laughs> All right, so you head out of the building, I'm assuming, unless you have anything else you want to do here? Nope. Valis is waiting to see it, waiting for everybody else. He's not going off on his own. This Yay. time. This time. Yeah. Hey, Valis, you're restraining yourself. Yep. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, if we've satisfied that to people's nope. All right, so, um, as you all make your way out of the building. Uh, Maria kind of, well, I suppose with that done, then we should, and before she's able to finish that sentence, there is a rumbling in the earth as the very ground begins to shake and the sky begins to darken, and a voice booms through the air above you. Strahd! You seek to take my servant from me! An angry voice kind of echoes through as a, as a hole in reality rips open behind Maria. I think not! As Maria begins to be sucked through the portal. Wait, 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 there is so much more I can! And she just gets yanks, yanks through <laughs> that sentence. Warlock patron says, ah, uh, no, I'm done. Because Strahd might be a powerful vampire, but he's not a patron. Dan, for dramatic purposes, make a grab for Maria. Valis <laughs> just like... Oops, she's well. gone. <laughs> Can I do a religion or arcana on sure. the yeah. magic hell portal? Um, sure. Who yeah. exactly was yeah, this? Yeah, that's that true. I want to find out who that patron was. Religion? Sure, go ahead and roll me religion. I probably don't know. 
Wow. It's uh, it, de- it definitely it definitely wasn't fiendish or celestial or any of the like the major uh like outer patrons that you would think of when you think of like a warlock patron. It was definitely something more obscure, but still definitely incredibly powerful. Okay. So he and just... we were saying it was a hex blade, but you don't know what. Yeah. It's just like, well, that yeah, just happened. It is always quite a shame to lose beauty to darkness. We mourn the loss of beauty. Well, right. I don't think she's dead, but this will complicate things. So... Does anyone remember what we were supposed yes, to be doing yes, next? There is the we other... Obliterated uh, the, we obliterated the mayor and his family. And now we, now need we to have Lady... Demon. Lady Wachter. Wachter. Yeah, to obliterate. The, the, the demon summoning lady. We know where her house is. Let's go there. I feel like this campaign is about to get a lot less restrained without your face. (laughs) I mean, so far, we have two reasonably restrained characters in the party. It's just a matter of Yep. Jonelle's, Jonelle's neutral, so it's like, what's the best for the greater good here? <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't believe we had any greater plan for dealing with Wachner other than go to her house, break in, find proof that she's evil, then kill her. The other thing I re- seem to recall was we we at one point had a plan to out her as a demon cultist to her son. Sons, plural. Sons. It was something like that. Yeah, that's why we're gonna show but, what she But that was there, mostly that was mostly Connie being like, here's what would be poignant. There's there was some debate of whether that would matter to them at all. <laughs> Either way, we need the evidence first. We were deciding whether they were mama's boys or not. Yes. Well, I think we'll we'll start with heading over to her manor house. I mean, she is supposedly out at a meeting. So we need to make this quick. Was she out at a meeting now or was it still or is it... coming? Uh the meeting was supposed to be the the uh the day before the festival, which I would imagine things are shifting quite drastically now. So yeah, we might want is, to that is not going to be an option anymore. News about what happened in the town square is going to spread very quickly. Especially once the guards that you knocked out start waking up. Oh, they're locked in the stocks. 
There's only there's only like three of them that survived, weren't there? Yeah. Something like so the, that. The entire complement of the town guard is dead. Yeah. Also, that, that may we, have been the... we are political assassins. <laughs> okay, so I was hoping to pull the being the least subtle political assassins ever, <laughs> and that includes the time that a whole bunch of people stood around another guy and stabbed him repeatedly. I don't know. Uh, I think we might be a little bit better than John Wilkes Booth having shot a guy in the back of the head at point blank range, jumped onto the stage in front of a bunch of people and limped off. Broke his leg and limped off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's just head to her house. All right. All right. So you go to the Vokter house. We're doing the adventure thing of enforcing our will upon the townsfolk. Ugh. And the page decides to load because there is so much shit here. Right, so um, I prefer to see it as a we are removing a demonic influence from the town at and letting clearer heads lead. Uh, stepping up to the door, Connie will just knock. Uh, let's see, what time of day is it? Um... It was morning when we started this mess, so probably early afternoon. I believe this was this was the day that you were going to go and look because the, this today was supposed to be the day of the meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you got distracted with killing everyone. We saw people in stocks with pig heads on. I was hoping to free them at night when there wasn't so many guards around and we wouldn't have to kill so many people. <laughs> Connie has a negative wisdom. Um. So the you knock on the door, nobody answers. I'm um, going to try and oh well, you knock on the door, so Yeah, I, I knocked on the door. Connie will say Hello, I'm I'm Connie Rowe, who's do you who tea in favor heard of soon and I would love to talk talk to you about the, the glory of holy beauty and the skirt is of the unbeautiful corrupt and necrotic and I want to smash the door in (laughs) I like how you introduced yourself to the door before you broke it well she's projecting presumably if there are people in the house it will be heard Uh, uh. would you like to talk would you like do you have a minute to talk to to talk to talk with me about Jesus I, yes, essentially, she did the zealot barbarian version of... Hello, Jehovah's Witness. Whack. Yes, yeah. Jehovah's Witness are the ones that do door-to-door. Hello, have you heard the good word of my sword in your face? <laughs> I didn't frog, start so. with this, but we know there's fiends in here, so we're going to go with that. Make a strength check. <laughs> Athletics or just flat strength? Just flat strength. 
seven. Uh, uh, bash into the door and it bends, but it doesn't break. Connie. I, I meant break it open with a great sword, but okay. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Bang. You can go ahead and Let Valis go. Okay, sure. Valis. <sighs> Pull out mace. Apply to doorknob. Sure. Um, if Connie's helping with this, with her great sword, um, you can roll with advantage, I guess. Okay. Uh, strength. 19. All right. So the two, the two of you together slam into the door and eventually just splinters off of the hinges and flies to the ground. I approve of our new direction as a group. Look over at uh, Connie and Valis. Can either of you tell if that fiendish presence is still here and where it's at? One moment. And I, I actually haven't done that today, but... Use... Uh, I actually believe that mine only works on... I have the spell. Uh, actually... Do I have the spell prepared currently? I don't know, because roll 20 reset what spells I have prepared. Oh, yeah, they redid how the yeah, spells are. I mean, it's also, it's also been two or three weeks, so go ahead and pick new spells prepared. None of us remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, for expediency's sake, Connie, he will, looking at Valis, because... I'm supposed to at least be the strong one who can bash open doors. <laughs> Channel my rage into magical sacred energy and cast detect good and evil. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, that is legit. Uh, right, so... The 30 foot range. Oh, 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 yep. oh. It's fine. Because... Somebody keeps their uh, keeps a copy of their character on dndbeyond.com, and it has the prepared spells. Yay. Uh, so you don't sense anything within the current radius, but you do know uh, that the, the spell is stopped by about a foot of stone, and you do f mm -hmm. recognize the existence of that beneath this house, so if there's anything okay. in the basement, you wouldn't be able to sense down there. Yeah, so... When I previously um, cast this spell and walked around the house to detect a fiend in the first place, um, it was in the same room as you. Okay. All right. So I'm looking for basement stairs and sort of heading in this way. Are these basement stairs? Uh, no, those, <laughs> those head up. Give me one second, because there's a lot of stuff on the GM overlay. Like there's a there's a lot of like letters on the GM overlay that are really difficult that to, is fair. to work. Um give me one second. <coughs> and listening any servants running around, that type of thing. Like, oh anyone going, Oh my god, someone just kicked in the front door. Uh Romeo Romeo Perception. Unnatural 20. 
you definitely hear servants scuttling around, but it seems like they're trying to hide from you more than scream. Uh, these stairs go upstairs. Uh, they go up to the second floor. Okay. Or <laughs> Valis is walking in. By the way, Maria's still on the map. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let me remove that. Also, uh, Zanine is not on the map, so Zanin let me solve that too. Not on the map. Yes. And I, that's why I thought there was the number of people that we'd expect there. I'm not seeing any map, William. That's because yeah, that's because you're not on it yet. There's no token. <laughs> your token is cool. Yet. Uh, <clears throat> Zanin, and I also need to add Ismark and Esmeralda. Yeah, once you're ready, Connie is planning on heading sort of through that dining room looking for, again, a basement. Uh, one second, because I need to have Ismark Poyanovich. Esmeralda Davinier. Sorry. That's you. Okay, you were going which way? Through the dining, uh, dining room. Again, I'm just looking for wherever it seems like a basement might be. I'm following. Also, I dear whoever put these maps in Roll20, is it strictly necessary to dynamic light the fucking fireplace? I mean, apparently. Yeah. Following along, and again, I am trying to keep an eye out for servants or guards, that type of thing. Is this a door? Uh, yes, that is a door. Open slash apply smashing force if necessary. Uh, you go ahead and open it up. It's not locked. Um... It appears to be a sitting room, and there is another door on the northern end. Uh, uh, that seems to lead outside, or I don't know if I can actually see that. or if that's... Uh, you, you, Yeah, you can't see what's in that room from here. Open up this door, then. Uh, sorry, sorry, by door, by door to the north, I mean on the other side of the dining room. <laughs> oh, yeah, cut up I here. Yeah, where Valis yeah. is at. Valis will open the door. All right, yeah. So you open the door, and it... So you step into the servant's quarters, which I will see if there are any box decks. Yeah, the furnishing in this room are bereft of imagination. Four simple wooden beds with equally austere wooden chests. Um, and you see four... Uh, well, three human servants uh, who are currently kind of cowering in the opposite end of the room. Where, Behind. where are the demons? <laughs> <laughs> where do you keep your demonic spawn? Um. <laughs> oh my god, I wish I was playing a snarky character right now. 
the servants all kind of look at you with just kind of abject fear as this tall, dark, and brooding individual who bursts down the door and just stomped into the room to glaring fair, at them. He simply opened the door unless he had to smash it open. Opened it. But you smashed the front door open and they this could all hear true. that. This is entirely true. So, in very much contrast visually to Vallis, the dressed in sort of sexy priest attire, extremely pretty lady, he sort of puts a hand on his shoulder and peeks in the room. The tip of your great sword just kind of jutting past you. Uh, yeah, there's a quarterstaff and a great sword. Um, but the quarterstaff's a priestly quarterstaff. And the great sword um, is a great sword. <laughs> a very pretty great sword. It's important to make that distinction. Yes. Uh, um, and sort of seeing the people sighs, pulls out a book, starts flipping through it. They may not understand common. I will try abyssal. And I <laughs> there are demons here. They may be demons. As Valis speaks at these servants in this guttural, growling, aggressive tongue that is the language of demons that sounds like every black metal album cover <laughs> put to words. They just kind of shrink even further away. Uh, Connie will... We seek to exterminate an evil that has festered here. We, we hope... No. A worry need... Those who's of beauty and radiance need not fear here, but dark creatures will be exterminated. There. Will be removed from beauty would probably be how that ends. Roll me a persuasion check just for the hell of it. Do I get advantage for having a terrifying, terrifying creature next to me? No, I would argue you would get disadvantage, but I'm not going to put that on you. Okay. Because your because your persuasion roll is already bad enough. Uh, it's just a flat roll. For <laughs> They are terrified to speak at the moment and are mostly hoping that you're just going to go away at some point. Um, um, with the text good and evil up, I, I assume I understand that these people are not... They are not demons, no. Jonel will poke his head over one of their shoulders yeah. and just go, Basement, where? Uh, <laughs> somebody, finally, somebody who can talk to them. <laughs> Roll me another persuasion check. <laughs> yes! As we all start high... <laughs> With a natural one. Feeds. With a natural one. They just kind of shake their heads and don't respond. I will now try in Celestial. You never know. <laughs> Going Where from <laughs> is your basement in Celestial? <laughs> Going from the language of demons to the language of angels, you go from this 
black metal sounding gibberish to this Latin and holy choir sounding gibberish that they don't seem to comprehend any better than any other language. Um, uh, you do know there's another door off to the side of yeah. this room. Mm. Connie I will... door. Where does this go? You saying common? Yes. <laughs> uh, one of them finally speaks up. It's the back vestibule. The back vestibule? Yes, it's the vestibule in the back of the house. I'm... I am trying really hard not to make a friend's joke right now. Um, <laughs> I'm trapped in a vestibule. Sorry. Um, he opens the door. You open the door. There is a vestibule and three there other doors. Absolutely a vestibule. Well, one of the doors looks like it probably pretty clearly goes outside. I don't yep. open that door. I open okay. the one that uh, to my south. South. Uh, so this door. Uh, so here, servants' coats and aprons hang from hooks in this room, and boots are neatly lined up against the wall. Useless. Would you like to investigate the room? Uh, yeah, I will check it out just to be safe. Sure. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Okay. Uh, turn off advantage. Fourteen? Fourteen! So as you look around this room, you notice that there is a secret door in the wall. Right here. I walk over. And I here's, open the door. Here's where it gets entertaining, because they did not actually dynamic light the secret door separately from the wall. Oh, you... So to open the secret door, I'm going to delete this wall. <laughs> so as, you, as the secret door opens, you find... The secret staircase. Iron torch sconces cling to the wall. Sconces cling to the wall of a stone staircase that cuts its way through the heart of the old house. As and Connie, as you get to this secret staircase with Ballas, mm -hmm. your detect good and evil starts going off. Yeah. I believe we, we head have... towards towards yeah. evil. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're good. I've said... Oh, okay. I, she just said, we head towards evil. One moment, as he really quick runs back here, glares at the servants whose closet essentially was where the secret basement is. Stay where you are. <laughs> and then goes back. We're not really making a great case for being the heroes in this situation. Uh, kind of sigh at that. Like, oh, man. Oh, Ballas. I mean, the, 
as far as he's concerned, it's their ba it's their closet. That's like that's like finding the secret door <laughs> portal to hell underneath someone's <clears throat> bed. You can don't assume at, uh, they had nothing to do with it. Can I look at insight check on the servants? Do they seem surprised to find to have us open this door up? I mean, they're not even able to see where you're at, so if they <clears throat> saw you go into the servants' quarters or into the servants' closet. Oh, oh, it's around the corner. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, would they Never know mind. the door is in the servants' closet? I mean, maybe, but you don't know. Okay. You're not in their head. They're not sharing the contents of their heads. Uh, all right, so I'm assuming all of you follow Valus down the stairs. Yeah. Yes. So Valus. Yep. As I bring everyone slowly down to the next level. Everyone move real quick. This large root cellar has a dirt floor. Two ascending flights of stone steps enclosed by wooden railings stand across from one another. Tracks in the earth lead from one staircase to the other, and other trails go from both staircases to the center of the bare west wall. Four neatly made cots are set in a row against the south wall. I looked at Connie. Um, so according to the spell, I should be able to pretty specifically pinpoint where this is coming from. All right, so what does the Detect Good and Evil picks up? One second. Teams uh, <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, Detect Good and Evil and Good. Faithing, Undead, within 30 feet of you. And it's 10 minutes. you got plenty of time. Uh, so you're picking up a fiend to your west behind some kind of wall, the behind this wall that you can see to your west, and undead in the floor, right as Valis steps on the floor. I mean, uh, Connie is sort of about at this time flipping through the book, realizes that this is not the time to go slowly, points at the floor. Undead there? And Fiend as, there, pointing as, off the west. As, as Valis steps on the floor and, and Connie says that, a series of skeletal arms burst forth from the dirt and proceed to claw their way out from the ground as all of these skeletons rise. Oops. It's not even my birthday. <laughs> no, is this is this right uh, below us? Is this just like a railing? Yeah, it's a railing. That? Okay. And we're gonna roll some initiative real quick as the fight with the skeletons begins. Initiative. That's a lot of skeletons. I'm excited. Do you still have your channel of divinity? Uh, that is a, uh, yes, I have, because I have 
So just to clarify the slightly strange initiative look, I rolled a natural one, but I have advantage. Yeah, I get, you get two after, I'm at the point that I get two. Okay, yeah, because you use one of them to kill the, to kill all the skeleton cats. Yep. Um... By the way, we can see the skeletons. Yeah, that was intentional. Okay. They came. They came to the field. Invisible. The the in chat. Oh, so I accidentally put the um the room yeah. markers on on the on the GM screen on the token layer as we, well. Uh, oh, we oh right, we can see their rolls. Whispers. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, right, we can see their. My natural one actually carried through. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going on. The holy warriors rolled natural ones to fight undead things. Because why wouldn't we? Bellus is too busy going, yay! (laughs) (laughs) Alright. That implies Bellus is ever happy. I mean, as close as it gets is right now. These guys to always whisper. Okay, cool. And we're good. So, at the top of the round is the Skelemangs. Uh, who are... Oh, wait, no, actually, no. Uh, yeah, they're, they're at the top. Uh, I need, actually, Zanin, you need to roll your initiative. I was gonna Click say. on your token. Okay, I'm not finding my initiative. Hang on, I gotcha. That will be a 12 for Zanin. And also, I need to roll for Esmeralda and Ismar. Nope, Esmeralda's going first. <laughs> Are they still with us? Yeah. Uh, they're following right behind Zanine. They're going to have trouble getting through. Yeah, as Esmeralda, we, we need Esmeralda for the Strahd stuff. Right. So. They're following us around, watching us wreck up a town. Yep. Engendering lots of confidence. I mean, there's anyone who wants Straw dead more than you guys. It's two people who are following you right now. That's fair. Think of it as demonstrating our combat prowess. (laughs) Hey, look, we can rob a town of its defenses. So, Esmeralda, not able to get past you guys because you're all crowding the the railing, is just going to um, let's see what she's what she can do. Uh, she's going to cast mirror image on herself right now. As that spell is gone, Skelemangs begin to crowd Valis. Since these are not solid walls, can uh, Jonel just jump on the floor from where he's at? That was hey, my plan. The fence. <laughs> okay. That was my plan. And then Zanine will do the same thing when it comes to her turn. Yep. 
And so we got skeletons attacking Valis, most of whom have advantage. So we'll do the one that doesn't first. So one short sword attack. That's a six, which I believe misses you. Yep. Uh, and then one, two, three, four, five, six with advantage. Fifteen. Uh, Twenty-one. Hold on, hold on. Uh, my work class is seventeen. Okay, so one miss, one hit. Second miss. Second hit. Third hit. <clears throat> One, two, three, four, five. One more. Fourth hit. All right, so you take three points of piercing damage. Okay. Four points of piercing Hang on, I'm just going to add it up for you. Uh, seven, ten. You take 15 points of piercing damage I'm from fine. the four attacks that hit you. And that is the skeleton. Oh, wait, there's one that has a, that has a short bow. 23 hits you. Three more points of piercing damage. Still fine. Alright. And that is the skeleton's turn. Jonelle. Um, yeah, first I'm just going to hop the railing. Jump down here. And make an attack at this guy. Alright. Roll me your attack. 14. Great. It's a skeleton. It has an armor class <laughs> of 13. You hit. For 8. 8 points yeah. of bludgeoning damage, which it's a skeleton. It takes double bludgeoning damage. It dies. It dies. Okay, so... Um, let's step up here. Make second attack at for guy right in front of me, which would be that one actually an advantage. Misses. Oh, yeah, you're right. So that hits. Roll damage. He also dies. And then bonus action attack at this guy here. And then I'm going to... That hits. Roll damage. Wow. Dead. (laughs) (laughs) And last bit of movement, I'm going to step up here just to possibly support Valis. All right, uh, next in line, Connie. Um, cool. Smashing the one in front of me. All right, roll me a talk. That hits, roll damage. It actually survives that. Okay, excellent. Barely. Second attack. That hits. It almost certainly can't survive this. Nope. Yeah, no, it's gone. It has brittle bones shatter and crunch underneath your quarter staff. Then I will move up to here. Giving uh, Zanine a way out of the staircase. Alright, Zanine, it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to move over here toward Jonelle. Which gives me 5, 10, 15. Uh, and you can attack the one diagonal yep. from you. Yeah, I want to hit this guy. 
Right, Roll me an attack with your long sword. My long sword. Over here. <laughs> All right. Uh, nine, unfortunately, will miss, but you have a second attack. So go ahead and roll the second attack. Okay. Fourteen will hit. Roll damage. And damage is... Just click on where it says longsword on the, in the chat. Where you see the where you see the fourteen that you rolled underneath it the word longsword. Oh, okay. Just click that and it'll do the damage. Oh, fudge! There it is. Okay. Nope, that's not longsword. We'll do this one. Okay. No, hang on. No, uh, you see where you see where it actually rolled the number in the bottom in the chat on the right. No, I don't. Hang on. I got you. One sec. I'm missing it. Um, I just put a, some words in chat. If you can see where I just typed oh, it. It's your, okay, you have the journal page pulled up. Hang on. Uh, I have the wrong page pulled up. Okay. There you go. That one. Which one? See right there on the right. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's not what I wanted. Yeah, that's, that, that's your damage. Okay. Long sword 14. Yeah, so you, I, you hit the damage roll already, so, yeah. Ah! As I unplug my headphones. So, you deal 13 points of slashing damage. Rather, no, it would actually be your 11 points of slacking damage because you're using it one-handed, so. All right, so that is your turn. As okay. you slice into that skeleton, unless you have anything else you want to do. You want to move anywhere? You still have a little bit of movement. Um, did I take out this guy? No, he's still alive, just barely. Okay, Um. no, I'll stay where I'm at then. All right. Ismark is going to move around Esmeralda just barely because there's actually some room here. And he will fire his crossbow over Connie at the one across from her. 17 hits for 8 points of piercing damage. And that will end Ismark's turn. Valis, you're up. There's some, there's some still there for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just debating <clears throat> whether it's worth using a channel divinity when these things are so ridiculously outmatched. Um, if it helps, Connie did mention a different fight that is also going to happen, probably with right. Fiends. No, absolutely. Um, Except does your channel divinity help you at all with fiends? No. Um, that said, eh, fuck it. Uh, I will mace this one in front of me. As tempting as it is to 
23 for 8 bludgeoning damage. Yeah, it's gone. Uh, and then... Yes, I know this is tactically not smart, but he's moving to give other people room to attack. He is going there. Alright. Actually, no, he will take an opportunity attack and go... Uh... If you go there, that's just... <laughs> Let's go there. All right. So that'll be one opportunity attack from the skeleton. Yep. That's an 18. That is a hit. All right. Which will deal six points of piercing damage. Okay. All right. I've been worse. You have been. You've been much You've worse. You've been unconscious. Yep. All right. Back to the top. Esmeralda is going to take couple of steps over here. Step right into the space of the dead guy. Uh, and is going to... Just go at it with her magic rapier on this one on the left that first needs to die. For 11 points of piercing damage, which ends that one. And the one on the right. For 13 points of piercing damage, which <laughs> is exactly its hit points. And then one with her hand axe. On this guy. The natural one misses. On the last on the last skeleton. Which brings it to the last skeleton. It's <clears throat> going to attack Janelle, who punched it in the head. That's 23 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. That'll be four points of piercing damage. Brings it to your turn, Janelle, as you've just been stabbed. Just stabbed. It's forward punch to take its head off. Go for it. You can hit it. Go! Aha! <laughs> Swing it! You aim to punch its head off. That and was actually a feint for the front kick. snap kick to its pelvis. <laughs> Which hits. <laughs> and you shatter it from the groin with, with, a, with a snap kick. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you said there's something to the west? Your yes. honey pointed? Yeah. Up the stair or down the stairs? It seems like it was on the other side of the wall. Yeah, the of the, the of the western wall. Um, look around to the western wall. There, see any other openings? Uh, let me see. Uh... Oh, 
yeah, the footprints that are on the floor basically give away the uh, the secret door on the western wall. Like, you can see where the footprints go to it. Okay, yeah. Then I'll move over there. Are we still in initiative or no? For now. Okay, then I suppose that's my that's my turn. All right, Connie. Um. <clears throat> Skeletons are no longer part of the initiative, so I can just delete all of them. So I'll head up to where Janelle is and. Uh, looks like there's a secret door there. Let's apply quarterstaff. All right. Yeah, it, it pushes open on the central axis. So if you push oh. on the side, it just spins. Um, Opening the secret so, door also works. Uh, so as you open the door, and I get to delete another wall. This one actually did separate. Oh, will you look at that? I still have my action, and that looks like a cultist. Yeah. So, flickering candles in iron holders fill this room with light and shadows. This room has a ten-foot-high ceiling and a large black pentagram inscribed on the stone floor. At each point of the pentagram rests a wooden chair. Seated in four of the five chairs are men and women in black robes with hoods. A young man who has the face of an angel, a balding hulk of a man, a squat, middle-aged woman and a taller, younger woman with an unsettling glare. They rise to confront you as you open the door. I'm going to feel bad about smashing the one with the angelic face, but not yet, because there's someone at the door. I have quarterstaff. Yes, you do. Twelve? Twelve actually hits. <laughs> that would be seven bludgeoning. You crack the staff across this person's face. They... Ah! 22. And this is the angelic-faced one. Go ahead and roll another damage. And Oh, well, now that, I feel bad for... With that, this presumably ASMR, you smash across the, the, the side of the face with the quarterstaff again. Are you aiming to kill or just knock unconscious? Is angelic-faced unconscious? Okay, so this person is knocked out. I will not cross them out. They're just unconscious. Out of the fight. Yeah. Zanine, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to move down here by Jonelle. 5, 10, 15. And since I have my... Uh, what do I have with me? My longsword? Yeah. I will use... I don't think I can reach past him with my longsword. No. So I will... And here. the guy in the doorway is not awake anymore. He's knocked out. Yep. Okay, well I will sit here and wait for Jonelle to move then. So, that's yeah. it. Alright. Uh, Ismark is going to okay. move basically around and over here, which will be his turn. Valis, what you got? Um, one, two, three, four, five, 
Oh, hello, people. <laughs> hello, Valus. 40 feet. Oh, that's good. That's within spellcasting range. Um... And so the guy in front is unconscious. That's 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 the mm -hmm. the, the ASMR. Yep. What's this one here look like? Uh, that one would be the uh, young woman with an unsettling glare. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and and and. Sear the glare off of her face with, let's go with a level two guiding bolt. All right. Um, Do you hit six. roll damage? For 22 damage, radiant damage. You're not, you're not, you're not trying to not kill. So this person is incinerated are, in radiant light. They are demon cultists. I see an evil symbol on the ground, or at least parts of it. Yeah, no mercy. All right. Anything else on your turn? Nope, that's it. Just the right. murder. Es Esmeralda... I'm going to take 25 feet over here. Oh, well, this is certainly a little bit more straightforward, she says, as she's going to... And uh, what's she going to do? She's just going to... She's going to hold her action to magic missile when she feels the need to. Janelle. You might be muted, Jeff. And I was muted. Um, I'm going to step over this guy. And which one is which? There is a old lady and then there's a big well, burly the, man. The, yeah, the, the big burly man is the one on the south end. On um, the south end? Okay. Then I'm going to... Actually, so it's 5, 10, 15. We're going to step around to this side. <laughs> and we are just... We are going to try to pummel him into the ground. All right, roll me an attack. You hit, roll damage. <laughs> Smack! You cross, you cross right cross across his face. Second time uh, hits. Other cross across his face is down. Are you aiming to kill? Um, yes. There's actually one person who's unconscious, so I have no qualms in killing this man. <laughs> we are the worst people. Uh, again, demon cultists. I'm okay with this. Do you have anything else in your turn? Or is that we it? don't actually have any evidence they're not hostages. I mean, they're probably not, let's be honest, but... There's yeah. very uh, little actually, chance of it. I am going to I'm going to move up to here and I'm going to do attack this one with my bonus action and I'm going to spend a key point to do stunning strike. Okay. So uh, hit for eight points of damage and it's a DC 14 con save. 
All right. Um, let me see if this person is even physically capable. Uh, I mean, there's always natural 20s. They did roll a 19 on the die with their plus zero modifier, so they are not stunned. Okay. Mm, yeah, that's it. Connie. Sorry. Accidentally. Yeah, rotate. Um. Let's see. I can. This is the one that's still up. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go up to the one that's still up. And smash, smash, smash. Okay. Roll an attack. You hit. Roll damage. I would be really concerned if that hadn't hit. Eight. Are you aiming to kill? What does this one look like? This is the <laughs> squat middle-aged woman. Oh, she's not pretty. Of course I'm going to kill her. All right. One more person is dead. Worst people. <laughs> look. It's we took not one a reasonable interpretation of Soon's doctrine as it concerns cultists. We took one alive. Now we are out of initiative. Connie, you're still concentrating on. Um, uh, I haven't Neil, gotten right? hit, so yeah. Uh, there is a fiend in the chair. The one on it. The one empty chair. Um. I still technically haven't attacked this turn, so I'm going to smack that space. Because the target is invisible, it will be with yeah. disadvantage. I assumed. Um, Connie just looks crazy. <laughs> smacks Connie the chair. Smacks the chair. <laughs> Fiend! Fiend! No, that's not her voice. And she doesn't have her book out because so she's not actually allowed to say anything about it. She's just smacking a chair. So what are the rest of you doing? I am walking into the room. You walk into the room. Do -do 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 -do. Yep. You see the empty chair that Connie is attacking. Uh let's see. Let's see what I can do to potentially invisible thing. Um, uh, Janelle's gonna come over here and start tying this guy up. Dispel magic does not say creature, object, or magical effect within range you can see. Just within range. So I am casting Dispel Magic. Alright. Uh... Level three spell or below is. This is the weird thing about dispel magic, because like this is obviously a magical effect, but it doesn't have a spell level, so I'm just going to treat it as if it were the spell invisibility. Okay. Um. So, which is I believe a second level spell. Correct. Yes. So yeah, the imp just becomes visible as he is trying to dodge the quarter staff. Murder. Are you doing anything with your bonus action? Uh yeah, yeah, actually yes. Um 
Oh, wait, no, I just cast a spell. Um... Or, yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I, don't think I really hope it tries to run spell. away, though. <laughs> um, no, I'm good. All right, uh, which then, um, Jonel, Zanin, either of you have anything? Uh, I can only move right now. We're not technically an initiative right now, so the imp is currently try scampering, trying to evade people's attacks as it attempts to make its way. As a reminder, this guy, this guy is not actually in your way. He's yeah, he's unconscious, he's dead, slumped on You're the floor. Yeah, yeah. Janelle would be in the process of tying that guy up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when all it's... when the whole imp stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, it's going to try and get away. So oh, good. Just let me know when it gets out of. Uh, yeah, when it gets with an opportunity attack. Well, first off, it it breaks one. It provokes one from Connie as it tries to run away. Oh come on! You don't have disadvantage, so the nineteen, 19. hits because it's because it's visible. Five damage. You smack the imp on the on the shoulder as it tries to run away. It tries to run past uh, the cultist and Zanine, which will provoke one from you, uh, Valis. Okay. Banishment. <laughs> My That's war a caster. Save, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a charisma save, right? Uh, I believe so. Yep, charisma save. Banishment. What's your DC? 15. And it pops out of existence. <laughs> Banishment's a good stuff. And let's just wait a minute so it stays wherever it got banished to forever. Yep. After a minute, it just goes away. Although, uh, only a religion it... check. Okay. Investigating this space, trying to see what they were aiming for. Okay, sure. As far as you know, it's gone. Yep. As far as you know, it's gone. Uh, so as you as I'm you look around the area, I'm gonna get killed in my sleep by some imp that comes back looking for revenge. I mean, it's an imp, so as far as you know, it could be a familiar. Could be. Uh, so as you investigate the room, you see there's there's a handful of like scripts and manifestos that are written that are tossed around about you know seeking dark power and uh, the 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 price that one must pay for power and the glory that can be achieved through it. Um, there's a handful of coins that is just kind of littered around the ground, and these individuals and the circle, which appears to mostly be non-magical in nature, but. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to collect all of the documents of the heathen idiocy, pile them up. I've got a tinderbox.
You gonna burn all of this? If no one stops her, she seems to think that's a good idea. <clears throat> then I'm going to stop Connie from burning your evidence. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, um, we need that to show that they were actually practicing this demonology. Save some of it. Fine, she'll stop. All right, so you refrain from burning all of the evidence of, of actual occult activity. Well, when you put it like that, it sounds like she has a wisdom that's the six. Do you sense anything else around here? No, you Do don't I? Sense, you, don't, you don't sense any more evil or good creatures. The magical evil has dissipated from this place. But evil hides in human form at times. And it flips to an entirely different part of the book. Where did the mother go? Well, we have our evidence to prove that she was part of this, part of this occult, and we have this guy. As Janelle holds up the unconscious ASMR. Can I slap him awake? So... Valis in particular is looking at this individual with something that he's never really a happy guy or like particularly approving of people in general. This is the fiery hate of a thousand suns. Okay. He's not trying to murder him though. Yes. Not at the moment. Look, we can murder him later, but we need to get his story first because he's pretty. So you you no, slap no, the, you this guy's pretty yet. You 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 slap the cultist awake. Um, and I'll sort of. I uh, introduce myself same way I did at the front door. I am Connie E. E. Devotee in V. A. Bird of Soon. Do, 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 do. do you. Uh, it seems we must talk about ugly thing. Thing. Things and fiend, fiendish alliances. Would you like to roll an intimidation check? 
Yes. Do I get advantage for the murdery person behind me? Yes. In this particular case, because you're trying to intimidate, you do. Who is slowly flexing his fingers and unflexing them around the haft of his mace. I finally rolled decent dice. 18. So, because the book literally gives no actual character development to these characters, um, basically what you get from them, it literally tells me to use the Barovian name sidebar to generate their names if it if it becomes relevant. <laughs> um, so is, his name is Barovian name sidebar. His his name is we'll say Walter Konstantinovich. Um, Kizunheit. And <laughs> that's why I picked that one. I liked it. Um, and he is to quote the book. An evil Valachian of no great importance who is tired of living in fear and poverty. Do we get anything further about the specific nature of the demonic cult or... Yeah, and so over the the course of conversation with this individual, you get the idea that Lady Walker has sort of um, gathered together this book club, in air quotes, uh, of individuals who would like to gain an amount of power, and so they sort of read passages from her manifesto as they uh, as they uh, wait to meet with her on certain days, um, and conjure up a few coins for some extra wealth from this magic ritual circle, um, and uh, sort of work with Lady Walker for her promises of power, wealth, and long life. Um, so Connie is going to, after this conversation, I don't have the brain power to think of how this would be phrased in a religious text, but essentially offer him a deal. He can swear off of wealth and worldly possessions and live a life of beauty and and poverty in the service of the gods, the good ones. Or we can kill him here and now. Roll me a persuasion check. This one is not with advantage. Well then. Emphasizing that... I'm so gonna piss. You can get better things from. You can get better things from a a fulfilling life, and you can be freed from your fears with a fulfilling life more than a life with some extra coin in it. But because you've proven you can't be trusted with material possessions, you aren't allowed them anymore. I mean, he seems to be coming around to it, but Valus, what are you up to? Oh, no. We're waiting until he can get it. Valus is not murdering him yet. Okay. You You will publicly, openly, (laughs) 
discuss what you have done and the mistress of this house's involvement in it. I mean, he seems to think it's a better proposition than dying. We can bring him to the priest and he can confess. We could take the documents. Yep. Alright. So the group of you drag the cultist out. The other staircase you find leads out of the cellar on the outside of the house. If you want to head out that way. Sure. Yep. Connie will stick her head in where the terrified servants are and go... They're not there anymore. Oh. <laughs> you thought they were going to stay in this house after you guys went down to the cellar? Legit. I mean, Valis is terrifying and it and when someone who has the ability to kill you says, stay where you are. And then goes away and doesn't keep an eye on you. You run. <laughs> you run like you've never run before. <laughs> so taking the documentation and stuff with us, too. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so you head to the church. Yep. Alright, so the group of you make your way to the grounds of the church. You knock on the door and the, the father uh, as soon as I find his name again, because it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, father, uh, father Lucian Petrovich uh, opens the door as you drag this person dressed in cult robes to the front door. Uh, yes, how can... Oh! Ah, see you again. I see you brought company. This young man has things that he would like to tell Shows you. Shows forward, and all he says, ignoring the priest for the moment, looking at the ASMR, speak. And the ASMR basically proceeds to confess everything that he has done to the to the father over the course of the next several minutes. Um, and Father Lucian, I see. And this is grave news indeed. To have such a cult with a new wall. Hand over the documentation and stuff too. Father, does your town have any laws or prescribed situations dealing with demonic infested, demonic servitude or such things? Well... Typically, with most such situations, individuals would be apprehended by the guard, but I understand that's not currently viable. Correct. <laughs> the guard is, there a, is there a standard punishment that is dealt, or is it up to whoever's in it, who, uh, the, the, the... Typically, such a decision would be up to the current... Burgermeister, he says, looking at the group of you. There is not one now. 
as I had assumed. I smash his head in. <laughs> um, Connie will help this conversation along a little bit by sort of, I guess, sort of nudging the ASMR. Why don't um, tell the priest what you are prepared to do to repent for your actions? Oh, no, no, the ASMR was the one that he smacked his head in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, at which point I thought you were saying those words to no, no. <laughs> about the burger. No, no, but I really like the idea of it. Tell me what you're going to do to repent your actions. Splurt. You know, can I say she still got that sentence out before Valis managed to finish smashing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, you, you, you begin to say that and then Valis's mace. You get the sentence out, and then Valis's mace crashes down onto this poor cultist's head, and he is no more. I claim right to do so by my by being of my race. It's as much of a claim as anything. Oh. Now there's just the matter of dealing with the Lady Vokter herself. Well, with this news, it shouldn't be difficult to rally the town against her, the father says. As he kind of gently pushes the body and the blood stain off of his floor. I'll pick up the body and go find in appropriate, like, I assume that they have... Even if this is not the appropriate time to bury a body somewhere, they keep corpses because this is the church and cemetery. You can just find Milavaj. Right. The groundskeeper. The guy. I'll go find the groundskeeper. Yeah. So you find Milavaj. Doesn't take an insight roll to see that Connie is about two seconds from from raging. You find you find Milavaj and hand Milavaj a dead ASMR. Yeah. And he goes about. He doesn't even question it because he's like, I've seen this happen too many times. He 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 goes about burying the body. Look, I live in a gothic horror setting, and I'm a groundskeeper at a church. I'm not asking any questions. <laughs> like the only the only question he asked was, "What was his name for the headstone?" Yeah. Uh, and Connie will repeat the name that. Bullabach from completely butchering the last name. <laughs> Wal- Waltar no, Konstantinovich. She probably gets it right. Bullabach von Konstantinovich. I'm not going to try and say that it. Waltar, it's like Walter with an A. Konstantinovich, like Constantinople. I'm not going to try and say it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. The impossible name to pronounce is his name. And so he, he goes about burying the body and setting up a headstone. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, meanwhile, uh, the father, it, with this evidence and that testimony, although the man who gave it is now no longer with us, uh, it should be relatively easy to rally the population of the town against Lady Walker. I wouldn't worry about 
her current position remaining viable. You are respected within this town, assumedly. By most. So, if you say this person said this, they will believe. Generally. Good. Considering... We really set up this guy to look like he's made quite a significant power play within the town. Uh, con- considering what we've just done, I think distancing ourselves from the father would probably be best. Because <laughs> we are the worst people in the <laughs> world. Sorry, I am the worst person. <laughs> I wanted to rescue those people from the stocks at night when no one was looking. I mean, there is at least one person who is guaranteed to be worse than you. He currently lives in a castle on a hill. You're not wrong. (laughs) I am better than the absolute worst person in the demiplane of dread. We mentioned before that Valus and Connie probably have very not angry, just disappointed gods. <laughs> See, I don't think Kelimbor would be that that even that disappointed. No, no, Kel- Kelimbor's like different. Like, like Kelimbor is the is the god of the dead who is the nicest among the gods of the dead, but he's still like, I mean, yeah, that worked good. <laughs> Yeah, fair. All right. Like it's better. It's, it's better than Jergal, but you know, that's a low ball. What? So I looked at the others. What now? We uh, aren't going to be looked on favorably in this town for a while. Esmeralda <sighs> just kind of. Well, if you've got uh, better places to go, we have some destinations, do we not? We have a sword to find. Yes, I understand that uh, from what you told me, the remaining artifacts you wish to find are within Castle Ravenloft. As far as I know, by by stuff that was prophesized, all of the things we're still looking for are in the castle. Sounds as if we have a plan. Gather anything you need now, and then... Like I said, I think the the distancing ourselves from the Father would help his cause a little bit better. So, do we wish to find anything else in Barovia to explore, or do we go straight for Castle Ravenloft? I so <laughs> the player in me says we go to other places to level up. The the the, the cleric who fights evil in me says where is this castle? There was um, that outpost overlooking the vineyard that we were That is true. Argen Ar- Ar- yes. Out of character, wasn't there one 
Didn't we run across like a downed caravan with some toy soldiers in it and we wanted to investigate a toy maker? Uh, Blinksy. Got off Blinksy. Yeah. Do we still want to look into that? I don't know. Yes, yeah, it's, well, it's just that this person's name has been coming up in relation to a few different things. Well, that's right. His name was also on the some of the dolls, wasn't it? Yes, is no the, fun. Is the no blink dolls. He yes, ma he made. He made the um. Uh. uh Valis will remember the this dolls of Arena. Not. Arena. The creepy Arena, Arena dolls. was the name. I was trying to think of the name. He made the creepy ass Arena dolls. Where would we start looking for someone like that? I mean, Father. Look at the local three people who are there. Uh, the toy maker. Well, there's a toy maker in town. Uh, got off Blinksy, runs Blinksy's toys. Although he's had some poor business of late. That sounds like a place to start. Oh, that's in town, though. We have the right reputation right now for investigating a person making creepy dolls. Of our <laughs> companion's sister. That's true. Like, even out of character. If you find someone creep making creepy dolls out of your friends that look exactly like your friend's sister, you don't want to have a nice, pleasant conversation with them. No. Though I, well, will, I will actually look to... Uh, what, what's his name? Or, is Mark. Is Mark. Do you want um bonds of family are strong. Do you need to check in on your family? Uh yes. Um well this morning before we left the inn, Irina was safe and sound among the keepers of the feather, so she should be fine. And I think Considering the amount of damage we've done today, I don't think anyone's going to be assaulting the tavern to try and take her. And I assume if something happens, the ravens will tell us. That Does seems to be likely. Does know about her interesting pursuers? I have not told her, no, and I feel like it would be better if she didn't have to learn about this one right after we just killed a large portion of the garrison of the town, including the guard captain and the the burgomeister. Okay. So let, let's... So Connie has clearly been on the very edge of raging this, this whole time. To be fair, I haven't had the time to tell her because we simply just yeah. found out about those toys when we invaded the Burgermeister's house. I have a thought. Very well. Head towards the Toymaker's place 
I have a thought. Yes. I realize that there is somewhat of a potential concern about how people in the town may think of us. I'm not so concerned with such a thing, but considering what has happened, considering what we have found in every place aside from the church that we have entered in this town, we may find ourselves in conflict. I don't know about everybody else, but I'm tired. <laughs> My faith keeps me going past such things. There's a stare. So does true, but mine. She'll meet it right back. So does mine. However, Is I have expended much of the power granted me. I'm almost out of spells. <laughs> what could a creepy toy maker have to threaten you? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? See? So many comic book characters. <laughs> a lot of so yeah, staring directly back, um, probably not bothering to get out the book so she says this properly. Then and perhaps your, if your faith is expended so easily, then perhaps it's quite weak. Oh, the burn from the barbarian to the cleric. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm put pissed at you. Uh, right. Uh. Or perhaps I am willing to dedicate my faith into our conflicts and not hold back. <laughs> how much are you actually trying to taunt her at the moment it's not taunt this is somebody who's being defensive because mm. somebody just implied that they are holier than him yeah this is literally holier than thou contest <laughs> Yeah, this actually is. Um, perhaps my faith is mindless is destruction excused by flimsy pretense to actual beauty. If you can find beauty... In a creature of angelic descent, worshipping something from the other side of that equation, I would suggest that you are blind. 
and she turns he turns and he walks towards the inn let's see my god that woman has a family <laughs> <laughs> She's not right now headed off towards the toy maker alone. She is not happy about this situation. So I take it okay. you want to get another rest in? I do. I if people stop him that and and don't want to and go Deal with it. What are Samin and Janelle doing? Well, Valis and Connie. Yeah. Um, He's kind of just letting them argue. Yes, and he's just watching to see who wins. As he starts walking towards the tavern, it's... We're probably not all that popular in this town. Are we going to stay the night for the the rest of the day and the night here? That does sound to be... The opinion of the one with divine powers. We've stepped on a lot of toes today. All the toes that we have stepped on no longer have feet to kick us. That is true. As far as the Burgermeister goes, yes, but do we know how much influence Lady Vokter has? We, I mean, we've dealt with most of the garrison, mm. but... Still, if Lady Vokter does decide to come for us, she's going to come for us regardless. Okay, then we need to set up a watch while we rest. I would prefer to be at, at a full state of rest before... I agree. So while we rest, we set up a watch. Yep. Who goes first? Yeah. I will. Oh, I'm not so weak that I need to sleep. Okay, Connie. You go first. I will go and, and just like start cutting it. Connie is just every possible opportunity trying to make with well if you were really dedicated you would be going to the toy makers now Zanine is going to go into the inn and get a room to rest yeah. hopefully someone will come with her so she's not alone yeah yeah Always, we have I, rooms already yeah, I, I just want to see I just want to see how this goes so, Connie, make me an intimidation check, and Valis, make me a wisdom saving throw. A wisdom saving throw? You know, that thing you're good at. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you're, you're, you're mostly just letting the, the, the bait just bounce off of your shoulders, so. Internal <laughs> thought, he does not express. Yeah, internal <laughs> thought, he does not express this. I want to mm-hmm. make that clear. The need to prove yourself, or the need to act to prove yourself. 
indicates a lack of true confidence in your faith. No, nope, that, that, that would be the nail on the head. That is his <laughs> mindset. He's not wrong. All right. So you all get a long rest in at yep. the at the at the inn. And he has a lot of cleric envy. Legit. Yay! Rest. As uh, soon as we're rested, we're heading to the toy makers. Yep. Even if I have to pick up and drag someone. So you oh make God, your way. Hit yep. points again. <laughs> you got really beat up yesterday. Uh, I mean, I, I had 13 left out of 59. Um, but both of those fights started with people surrounding you. Yeah. I mean, and I spent, on our short rest, I spent enough hit dice that I don't get them all back with my long rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, so you head to Blinksy's Toys. Yep. Knock, knock, knock. Uh, hey, it's a, it's a story come, 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 come in, come in. You hear as someone calls. And inside. I will. Eyes flickering with slight holy energy, catch good and evil. Um, walking into the store. You do not sense any evil in the store. The cramped cool. shop has a dark entrance portico, above which hangs a wooden sign shaped like a rocking horse, with a B engraved on both sides. Flanking the entrance are two arched lead-framed windows. Through the dirty glass, you see jumbled displays of toys and, and hanging placards bearing the slogan, Is no fun, is no blinksy. Uh -oh. Your Blinksy. Yep. And as you as you enter, you see sitting at sitting at the at the counter is a human, uh, relatively rotund looking, uh, wearing sort of this sort of checkered green and violet outfit with sort of a a, a jester hat with bells on the end of it, um, like the the well kept goatee. And on his shoulder is a a monkey who is just kind of looking at all of you inquisitively. As I'm going to show you the handout. Valis, we have come. Oh. Valis looks at them and says, without a trace of humor in his voice, which of you is Blinksy? <laughs> the monkey. Uh, that uh, that would be me. The the human says, "This is this is my companion, Piccolo." We have come about some previous commissions you may have. Have received to ask about the circumstances of your previous works. Hmm. Commission. She's clearly say. reading this part out of the book. The uh, well, I'm curious of which you speak because the only man who has commissioned me anything lately has been Isaac Strasny. That would be the one. And the fair bet. The pursuit of beauty is occasionally corrupted by the... I'm fetishizing of, of 
those who do not consent to such? Well, I have no idea. Um, well, I say commission. Commission is a bit strong. He did, rather than pay me, threaten to burn my store down if I did not deliver a new doll every month. Uh, he gave me a description, a series of features that he remembered from dreams or something, and uh, tasked me with making dolls to get as close as possible to this vision of a person. And I have done my best. Apparently, I have been improving, he says. But my latest one is not complete yet. I have barely fashioned the woodwork. Did you get paid in advance? No, he threatened to burn my building down if I did not deliver these dolls. I, there was no gold exchanged. I have good news. Your building is not going to be burned down. And you don't have to finish the doll. I did hear about a scuffle in the town square. It was less of scuffle and an, more an extinguishing of, of evil creature life. Well, I won't say that I am not moderately relieved. So you just worked off of a description that he gave you? Yes, uh, he continuously he gave it to me and uh, told me to keep improving and I apparently I had been getting closer and closer with each creation I have no idea inside yeah sure Six. 21 24 he is percentage. honest and confused okay Uh, Connie will pull out a the doll she found in the wreckage. Do you recognize this this one from the down cart? Uh, he, there were uh, some toy soldiers we found in a downed cart that were yes, made by yes. Him. And he sort of pulls them, uh, <laughs> and he kind of he looks at them for a minute and seems to reminisce on some of his previous creations. And you like he kind of you get he he kind of uh, you gather sort of the slogan for his entrance for like the entrance slogan for people who come into his store. He kind of. Uh, Welcome, friends, to the house of Blinksy. He says as he sort of turns over the, the toy. Where happiness and smiles can be bought at bargain prices. Perhaps you know a little child in need of joy. A little toy for a girl or boy. He says as he turns the doll around. I made this one some time ago. It was... I enjoyed it. It was fun. Do you remember who you sold it to? I do not. It was a small family that was seeking to leave town. Uh, they wanted something for their child for the journey to, for the journey on the road. Guessing they did not make the road. Well, 
At least, as he said, you can stop making those dolls. Well, uh, I appreciate the alleviation of my duties, but now I have no real source of business. Uh, if you would like, you could buy any of these toys, he says, indicating the various different toys on his on his shelves. And uh, as, as you look around on the shelves, you see the... He has a very distinctive style for a lot of his creations, that being sort of creepy toys, which you sort of imagine might be part of why his business isn't doing so great. Because the things on display, you see a headless doll that comes with a sack of attachable heads, including one with its eyes and mouth stitched shut. Price nine copper pieces. A miniature gallows complete with a trap door and a weighted hanged man. Price, nine copper pieces. A set of wooden nesting dolls. The smaller each one gets, the older it gets, until the innermost doll is a mummified corpse. Price, nine copper pieces. Wow. A wooden, a wooden string mobile of hanging bats with flapping wings. Price, nine copper pieces. A wind-up musical merry-go-round with figures of snarling wolves chasing children in place of prancing horses. Price, nine silver pieces. A ventriloquist dummy that looks like Strahd von Zarovich. Price, nine silver pieces. And then, of course, the doll that looks like Irina Koyanovich. Not for sale. Yeah. Uh, how big is the So, doll? how well crap... Oh, sorry. 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 How big is the gallows? Uh, it's, a. Uh, it's like, um... Uh, so it's like, a, it's... You know the um I'm trying to think of like appropriate like real world toy size. It's like um it's a little thing that you could carry in both hands, like right like about this wide, and you could just kind of like set it on a table like and set the up sort the, of doll houses that come with poly pockets. Kind of, yeah. I don't know that reference, but like the kind of thing that not that such a thing exists that I am aware of, but the kind of thing that you would decapitate G.I. Joe dolls with. Kind of, it's like Action it, it, it's those like do new... exist. They're called scissors. It's it's like it's like a gallows that's about the size of a Newton's cradle. I will take the. I will take the. the I will take. Does that. the straw doll seem like it's the appropriate size to fit in the gallows? No, not quite. Oh. Like the like like I said, the gallows is about the size of a Newton's cradle. The ventriloquist dummy is a ventriloquist dummy. So like. A couple yeah. feet tall. Okay. If I was um, playing a Starkey character, I'd so buy that Vatrocus dummy and carry it with me yeah. everywhere. So how how good is his craftsmanship? Uh, it's masterful craftsmanship. Okay. It's really well made. It's just that most of the creation subject matter is creepy. Okay. So Connie will sort of incline her head. You have great artistic skill. Perhaps in the future be certain your subjects are interested in sitting in for your skims past the word portraits, clearly looking for a different word. Sculpture there's win in replicating their likeness. I suppose. And so you buy the you buy the gallows? Yes. That's nine nine copper. Okay. I appreciate your business," he says as you take the as you take the copper as he takes the copper from you. Yes. 
Um, and... I look at everybody else. Are we done? I, I think that's all we need here. Step outside of the store before discussing any other plans, but yeah. Yeah, I don't think I need anything in this store. <laughs> well, unless unless we have significant issues with the peop the half bird people that were clearly being chained up and tortured but also were insistently fine with it. <clears throat> I think what we've got less left is the castle. There was that outpost that was over. Stalls. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it was called. The outpost that was overlooking the vineyard or on the way to the vineyard. Mm -hmm. What was there? Uh, there was a large keep on a hill that was that ah. you saw from the road as you were heading to the vineyard. Um, mm. Looking to our local guides. What's there? Uh, at um, at the that would be the uh, the fortress of Argen Vostholtz. Uh, it was at one point it was the site of a order of knights, the order of the Silver Dragon. I do not know what has become of the place now, but the order has been wiped out by Strad. <clears throat> and the keep just sits empty now? No one's bothered as, to move in? As far as I know, I do not know what has become of the place. So we should go check out the keep? That is not a terrible idea. Strahd obviously has power. He's trying to figure out if, a more emasculating way to say that about him. But power will have to work. Um, and anything we can find to use against him. If he thought they were threat enough to have them wiped out, it's worth looking into. Yep. And out of character, it's a side quest. We can get XP. Uh, I try not to meta-knowledge, but yeah, it seems like a bad idea to start the final... But it final is, arc now. I mean, it is, even in character, it's even like, in character. we're not capable of taking Strahd right now. Even Valis thinks that. But also, this is a, this is an order that he did take the time to wipe out right. instead of just yep. 
Okay. So, so shouldn't the place be <clears throat> empty? It okay. could be, or depending on what Strahd did to them, and considering what the rest of this land is like, there could be people who have not been put to rest yet. I wouldn't put it past Strahd to have corrupted the order in whatever perverted ways that he has in mind. Right. Yeah. So should we go and potentially free people or kill people? Yes. Since that's not the final quest, that's just a side quest? No, this is, well... Well, theoretically, also, if we wish to explore during the day through Castle Ravenloft and try and find these treasures that you have been tasked to seek, we could then flee the castle and mm, retreat and explore more once we know more. But this decision is up to you. So it's the keep or the castle? Let's go to the keep first. Um, Connie won't say that this way, but I don't have the brain power to think about how she could frame it. Once we're in the castle, there might be some compulsion on Valis's part to remain in the castle. Yes. So let's go. Let's we're go already up. here. Let's go kill us a vampire. <laughs> no, we can wait for that. Let's yeah, go to the key. Exactly. All right. So I'm going to need two people to roll me a d20. Got it. On it. Okay. As you make your journey to Argon Vostalt. 18. All right. Nine. So, about halfway on the road, I'm going to need to... I will also need someone to roll me a... D12 and a D8. I'll roll a D12. I'll roll a D8. And one. All right. Leaves me with All right. Um so as you're walking as you're walking across the road, um, you notice what seems to be uh, a small footpath that leads off the road that seems to cut towards your destination. You discover a foot trail that cuts through the wilderness. Look at Ismark and Elizabeth and go. 
Do you know anything about this? Uh, I have never seen this trail before. Ismark? No, I don't think I've ever seen it quite myself either. Uh, just to play it, just, just because I've got four uses of it in the day. Um... Eyes of the Grave. Uh, you do not sense any undead. Okay. Should we check it out? He's asking if he learns. <laughs> uh. Yeah. What are we looking at? So, possibly a footpath that leads down here. How much of in a hurry are we? I know getting caught out here at night is not the best of ideas. Are we in the afternoon? It's Roughly about noon right now. Because you had left early. You, you had gotten a rest and then gone in the morning to go talk to Blinksy, so... Mm -hmm. Where on the map is Blinksy? That was in town. Uh, you're out of town now. Okay. So... Does the path look heavily used, or just... There's I mean, it, it looks back. it looks like a beaten path, but it's not one that you've seen before. Um, <clears throat> if this is some trap to blight travelers, then and it is called upon us to clear the darkness so the beautiful can progress on their journeys unimpeded. So you're saying if it's a trap, let's walk into it knowingly so others don't. She gives a sharp nod. Sounds like a oh. point. I have no objection. Me either. Valis? Mm, no objection. All right. So you're going to go after the go after the the trail the footpath? Yeah. All right. Who is in the lead? Mm. So Connie. Yep. All right, as you walk, uh, you're just following the trailer. I'm watch. I'm keeping a lookout. Yeah, but I'm I'm following the trail. I'm going right, to go attempt ahead and go ahead and roll me a perception check, Connie. Cool. 
Eight. So, uh, as the group of you are walking, uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to attempt to be attempt to be sneaky adjacent to the trail. All right. Go ahead and let me stealth. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. All right. So as you're walking, uh, Connie, you start to hit a point where the trail seems to stop being so clear-cut, and you start to look around to try and find the next path. And as soon as you take one more step, and you find the ground giving way underneath you as you fall into a pit. And as you fall, you feel your body slam into a series of spikes at the bottom of the pit, which causes you to take uh, six points of piercing damage from the spikes and eight points of piercing damage from the ten fo from the 15-foot fall. <clears throat> and then I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Con base trap detection, folks. 24. As you, as you land, you feel that there is poison co coating these spikes, but you, as, it, as you feel it enter your body through the, through, the, through the lacerations, you force it out and manage to avoid taking all of the damage, although you will still take... Oops. You will take... Excellent, I roll that publicly. You will take uh, 13 points of poison damage. Okay. I just at this particular moment want to point out the uh, how it should be lauded that Valis is not making a snide comment at the moment. <laughs> uh, Alice has a lot more restraint than Connie does. I think that is something we've established a few times. <laughs> because the first thing that came to my mind was... Your faith missed that. <laughs> but he doesn't say it. Yeah, this like slight smirk come across Valis. Wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. I look up to see if Team Rocket is about to appear. And there does not appear to be anyone there. Climbing out of the pit hole. I will come over and reach down to help Connie out. Mm -hmm. you, you help you help Connie out of the pit. All right, and I am going to heal you with a fun little spell that he gets because he's a cleric. Oh. <clears throat> You say fun little spell. Well, I and... actually need to check this. I actually need to check this to make sure. Um, yeah. Equal to twice. No, no, that works. Uh, we will go. So I will take half damage from this. Oh, I know what you're casting. Yeah. So you get 14 <laughs> hit points back, and I take seven. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. As you get my life essence. I love that spell. It's so fantastic. <laughs> cool. 
it's amusing when you when you have uh, someone who's resistant to necrotic damage because like you don't take as much damage, but you also don't heal as much because Correct. of it. Correct. But it was uh, yeah. That... Yeah. I mean, really, a third level cure wounds probably would have been better, but that's not the point. It was fitting. Yes. <laughs> All right, so you are pulled out mm -hmm. of the, you're pulled out of the spiked pit, and as Valis clasps his hand on you to help pull you out, you feel this surge of energy as you see sort of dark lines tracing off of his chest as he siphons some of his own life essence into you to heal your wounds as he pulls you out of the pit. Oh. Uh. What are we gonna do now? Shall Does the footpath continue on? The path ends here. It dead ends. Of course it does. Because fuck Barovia. Go back to the main. Go back to where we were. Uh, go back to where where we we got off our main direction and continue onward. Yep, and so you continue on through the rest of the path uh, and you make it back. You lose about 20 minutes uh, to due to having to trace your route back to where you had been. Uh, but eventually you continue on your path and you make your way to the Keep Aragon Vostort, which I will... High above the river valley juts a quiet promontory upon which looms a sepulchral, a sepul uh, sepulchral, saying Sepulcher. that is sepulchral. It's it's sepulchral. It is an yeah. adjective form. A sepul a sepulchral mansion. Its turrets capped with fairy tale cones. Its towers lined with sculpted battlements. A third of the structure has collapsed, as has part of the roof, but the rest appears intact. A dark, octagonal tower rises above the surrounding architecture. Out of the fog comes a distant peal of thunder, quickly accompanied by the howling of wolves in the woods below. But the house stands silent, seeming like the fossilized remains of some long-dead thing smote upon the mountainside. As you approach... As you approach, does it look like the collapsed part of the keep? That looked like that was destroyed or just kind of rotted and fell. It's difficult to tell because it's been so long. If it was destruction, it sort of has worn down to the point that it looks like it could have been natural. Second, I have to put your tokens on the map, so speak amongst yourselves as you approach while I put your tokens here. So, yeah, Connie is still pointedly angry, it's not even like angry anymore, just. Shooting daggers at Valis at every opportunity. Fine. 
He's n he is abjectly not paying attention. Mm -hmm. Not even in a I'm not looking at you way. He's just considers that matter resolved. It's like not acknowledging any of the signals being sent his way. And so with Valis, Zanin, Jonel, and Connie alongside Ismark and Esmeralda. And 30 zombies. And 57 zombies. No. Okay. You all arrive at the location of Argen Vostolt. As I need to bring the map all the way over. Hang on. You're going to go to the Wizard of Wines for just a second. I have to drag this thing. Walked her house for just a second. Because yeah. Argen Vostolt is at the other end of this goddamn scroll. Okay, there we go. We swing by, get a drink, and then... You all arrive on site. As you get a good look around as you approach the main courtyard you find yourself standing before a large statue of a dragon perched atop a 10 foot wide 10 foot high cube of granite is a moss covered statue of a dragon its wings tucked close to its body the statue looks east toward the mansion and just seeing a big black square Oh, hang on. Do you guys still not have vision on your tokens? Hang on. Out of sight. Why do your tokens not innately have sight? I need to fix this at some point. I'm seeing everybody. Also, as a reminder, your token's health is not synced to your health, so you're going to need to put that in manually. But I can see things. I can see things now. There you go. Now you should all have vision. It's just Connie's token that for some reason doesn't have her health synced. Oh well. Yeah, basically so, yeah. you need to set it up to be synced and then you need to And then I need to reset the default token. Yeah. I will do now while you guys are exploring. You have control over your characters, so okay. you can see what's around. So there's the big dragon statue and Jenna's is gonna stride up to the door. It seems like it'd be easier to get in through the trash tower, but okay. Door sounds good. All right. 
So Janelle, you head up to the door. Uh, let me see. Man, is it a gate or is it a door? It's a door. Flagstone steps flanked by stone railings climb to a landing in front of a pair of tall wooden doors with rusted iron bands and knockers shaped like small dragons. Carved into the lintel above the entrance is the word Argen Vostolt. Try opening the door. Does it move? Uh, so you, as you, as you step up to the door, the dragon statue, uh, on its pedestal opens its mouth and exhales. Uh oh. Uh, but all, of course all it... that comes out is a 60 foot cone of harmless cold air. And then it closes its mouth. Okay, so it seems that the defenses are still active, if not that potent. And so you, the doors are unlocked and can be pushed open, so you open the doors. This room feels like a king's tomb. A grand staircase leads up to stone balconies held aloft by stone pillars and arches. A tall, faded tapestry depicting a nobleman in silver armor hangs from an iron rod above the staircase landing. Six sets of double doors lead from this foyer. Along the walls, displayed on marble pedestals, are three alabaster busts of handsome men. A fourth bust and its pedestal have been knocked over, and their shattered remains lie strewn across the mosaic floor. Two chandeliers of wrought iron hang from the ceiling like monstrous black spiders. As, as you all enter the foyer and begin to take a look around, a great shadow with wings moves across the walls and disappears. You hear the soft, bestial hiss in the darkness. I'm going to try and figure out where that might have come <clears throat> from. On your procession check. Uh, there doesn't seem Unnatural. to be any visible light source anywhere. You don't see any anything that could have cast that shadow. Or even where that shadow would have been cast from. Mm -hmm. Look at Valus, see if he's gonna do the detection thing, or if I should. I did not prepare it. Okay. Can, can you tell if this was something left behind or something that just hasn't been able to move on? I will. Oh, oh, oh. oh, sorry. No, that's fine. Do your thing. 
Sorry, you said you didn't prepare it if you wanted to do something. I wasn't going to... No, I didn't prepare that. I was going to... I had a thought of, oh, I'll do... I will do my detect, detect undead thing. But that is only... Yours is better. Okay. Best save mine for the moment. Yeah. Yours is a little more precise, too. Well, so yeah, within 30 feet. We're in a stone castle, so I'm going to need to go room to room, probably. But anything I get right now? Not at the moment. Okay. Oh. Well, if there was something on the ceiling, I probably wouldn't be able to sense it from 30 feet. Huh? Uh, well... Head towards the destroyed part of the castle we saw before. There's a door right here. Yep. I'm going to follow along behind Connie. Just to... All right. So you open this door. Yep. Clink. The rest of you follow? Yep. All right. So... Is, uh... As you enter, rubble is strewn throughout much of this vast chamber, caused by the partial collapse of the rooms above it. On the pink marble floor, fallen chandeliers lie amid broken chairs and other furnishings. Thick webs stretch from wall to wall, and moving among them are too many giant spiders to count. So says the flavor text, but in actuality, there are nine of them. I like the implication that they just assume that no adventurer puts enough in their intelligence stat to count to nine. I mean, I would assume that it's, you know, it's maybe they're big and quick. No, I understand why the flavor text is actually there. I just like the alternate interpretation that it's like, None of you are probably smart enough to count nine spiders. <laughs> I need to also make sure the giant spider is whispering its rolls. Every monster is set to not whisper rolls for some reason. As we roll initiative. Cool. Not been rolling well today. Ten. That was insight. It's at the very top, right next to your hit points, mother. Oh, sorry. Make sure you're clicking on your token before you roll it. Okay. Uh, you have to hit the word initiative. Okay, I'm not seeing it. Hang on, I got it for you. Zanine, roll initiative. 20. Everybody roll. Okay, we're good. 
order setting sending. Zanine, you have the first turn as these giant spiders have appeared. Holy moly. Oh. Sorry. Okay. Let me get my thing out of the way here. Okay. Uh, yes, I will go for this one that's closest to me right here. Means I have to move closer, correct? Yep. That means five here. feet to get there. Yep. Okay. Then I need to hit. Uh, which one am I hitting? Which one am I clicking to get a hit? Uh, the long sword in your character sheet, not in the chat box. Character sheet. Got it. Got it. Okay. Long sword. Clicking. Uh, 21 will definitely hit, so you can go ahead and roll damage. Using this one-handed because you got your shield out. Which would be... Just click the word longsword where it showed up in the chat. On the right. Okay, showing chat. Bottom right of your screen. Right? Make sure you're at the chat tab. Hang on. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You get your scrolled over so far. It's always going to be. Oh, you, you accidentally closed the tab. As well. Oh, okay. Okay. It'll be up top. Yeah. So this this is the thing that pops in and out of the chat tab. So that will be seven damage. All right, and so that's your first attack. You have a second one if you want. Okay. So go ahead and roll the longsword attack roll again. What? The attack roll plus the one on the character. The one on the character sheet. Yeah. Okay. Got it. There you go. 15 will also hit, so roll damage. Actually, we'll go ahead and use that 12 damage. So that'll be 19 total over those two attacks. All right. And that'll be your turn, which will bring it to Jonelle. How strong are these spiders? Uh, well, they didn't go down with that much hits. Okay, so... Jordan basically does a series of moves that ends in a basically a spin kick, and I'm going to do Searing Arc Strike, which is basically Burning Hands, which should hit the first two guys. All right, you're going Burning Hands, which will be, yeah, it'll be able to hit those two. And so, so it's a DC 14 deck save. Or take 13 fire damage. 
Uh, well, let's see how Giant Spider's deck saves are. Not great, but not bad. The first one succeeds, the second one fails. Unfortunately, the first one has enough health that... Oh, seven damage? We'll kill it. Dead exactly. Uh, the other one, however, just takes a full-on 13. I'm assuming you're going for the one directly south of you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, doing anything with your movement or bonus action? Um, nothing I can really do with that bonus action at this point, but I'm just going I mean, to... Dodge. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move forward here, and I will spend a key point to take the dodge. All right, see, so patient defense, which brings it to the giant spiders. Giant spider, giant spider, giant spider, giant spider. As they just swarm. Over towards the group of you. As giant spiders tend to do. They can spider climb. This one's going to go on the wall. This one's going to go on the wall. Which will provoke an attack of opportunity from Janelle. Which I am going to take. 15. Uh, that hits. Roll damage. 8. That's not looking good for it, but it's still alive. One will take up the spot of its deceased companion. Allows them to basically cramp in because of their spider climbing. Uh, which means we have three attacks going at Jonelle with disadvantage. Well, actually, two of them have regular rolls because they're flanking you, but one of them has disadvantage. Uh, so that's a natural one on the disadvantaged one, which means it misses entirely. Second one is a seven. Third one is eleven. Both miss. All right. Then we have two going at Valis. Okay. That is an eight and eighteen. Hey. Eighteen does hit. So you take nine points of piercing damage, and I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Yep. Steel uh... spider's poison take effect. Ah. Well, that's not good. Nope. That's a seven. So you take an additional nine points of poison damage. Okay. As you feel the poison take effect. Yeah. And then we have two of them that can attack Zanine. Ouch. What's your armor class, Zanine, at the very top, next to your hit points? Uh... I believe it's 18. 18? Alright. That's yeah. 12. And yeah. 15. Which will both miss. So, both of the spiders try and lash out at you with their fangs, but are unable to successfully bite down on you. Uh, which brings it to Connie. It's your turn. Cool. Um, 
Rage, smash. And rage, move, smash. Um, let's move to there. Why not? Um, and I have a great sword to smash things with. 25. That hits. Roll damage. 11. 11. All right. You smack down on the on this giant spider. It's still standing, but it hurt. So make your second attack. Divine Fury. Oh, you had Divine Fury, yes. Extra seven. All right, yep, still standing, but definitely not looking good at this point. 18 also hits. Roll damage. 14. 14 slashing damage. You cleave it down, and it splits into two pieces as it sprays Icar all over all over the area. Nope. All right, Valis, you're up. All right. Now, did I just take poison damage, or am I poisoned? You just took poison damage. Okay. Oh, and I wanted to move up that yeah, one extra square. Go for it. Uh, there's a spider on a wall. Yes, there is. That spider on that wall. Are you gonna use your Are you gonna use your mace like a fly swatter? I am not going to use my mace like a fly swatter, because my mace does uh, specifically uh, a d6 plus 3 bludgeon damage. Um, inflict wounds Okay. does significantly more, especially when you cast it at second level. Go ahead and roll the hit. Just barely misses their armor. God damn it! <laughs> but your mace isn't used up happens. when you swing it. I feel bad because that's usually what happens with your inflict wounds specifically. Yep. <sighs> Zanine, you're surrounded by spiders. Like it get the yeah. hand covered in black goes. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like trying to reach the 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 book on the top shelf. Uh... Sorry. All right, Zanine, you're surrounded by spiders. What are you gonna do? Damn. Which one's closest to me? Uh, they're all roughly equivalent distance because okay. they're all surrounding. Um. Let's go to this one on my bottom. The one below me. Alright. Go ahead and make your attack. Uh, that would be... Attack. Where's my attack at? Ah! Lord. Got it. You seem to have lost two cameras. Okay, that wasn't just me. I mean, we lost... Jeff from the call entirely. Yeah, so while I while I help Mother deal with the camera and also her attacks. I'll be right we back. lost the camera. Oh, oh, here. Okay, just back. We lost your camera real quick. We did? Yeah, one second. Let me... Oh, we lost my Skype. Somehow Skype is still going despite your camera being... Despite, despite being closed down. Hang on. Uh, there we go. We're back online with camera. 
Got Jeff back. Yay! There we go. I didn't have to adjust anything. All right. Both of those <laughs> the roll damage twice. Sweet. There's a okay. moment where I was like, we lost, we lost two cameras. And Aaron's camera is here, but Aaron is not at their desk. So. <laughs> it's all on you, Vellis. <laughs> all right. So uh, that'll be 18 points of damage to the one to yourself. Which it is not looking good, but it is not still, it is still not downed yet. Janelle, what do you got? Okay. Um... Well, let's start with this one here. All right, the one that's already in here. Yeah. Go for it. So. Good. 14. 14 hits exactly. <laughs> 11, 11 points, points of unarmed damage will knock it dead. Knock it dead. And. Then I'm going to. Turn and kick out at this one. 19 hits. 11, 11 more damage. Damage. And yeah, let's do this. Let's spend a, get into a key point to do a flurry of blows. All right. So third attack there. 25 hits. Seven. Seven. All right. Still up. Yep, still standing. Okay. Natural 20. Natural 20. 20. <laughs> it's dead. With that third hit. Whack! He's like, slam one that has been cut into by his knee and crush it to the ground and then spin, bringing your elbow down and following it up with, an, with a high kick that just crushes the second one. And then I'm going to move over this way, just a step. And that'll be it for me. All right, well, now that room's clearing out, the spiders can crowd in a little bit more and get towards all of your teammates. I forgot to roll for Stark and Esmeralda. That's all right. They probably won't be doing anything in this particular fight and because I think it's going to be over Let's... soon. Uh, yep. uh, so... Uh, giant Spider, one of them is going to bite at... No, three of them are going to bite Janelle because Janelle just took out two of them at once. Hmm. Actually, one of them is going to fire a web at Janelle first. Yay. That's a 24 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. As the web wraps around you, you find yourself restrained by it. Oh. Crap. And then two of them are going to bite down on you with advantage because you're restrained. Unfortunately, that's only a 14 for the first one and a 9 for the second one. So even <laughs> restrained, they're not quite able to get Just out through the web. rolling around and... Uh, other one is going to fire its web at Ismark. Actually, let's fire its web at Esmeralda. Which will hit her armor class with an 18. So Esmeralda is also restrained. Uh, and then the last one... Ballas, you tried to reach at it with some kind of glowy magic hand. It's going to bite you. That is... That, that, that's fair. With advantage, because 
as companion, it rolls a natural 20. Uh, do I want to use my reaction? Yeah. yeah, I'll use my reaction. It's not a natural 20. Alright, okay. so I just hit you normally. Yep. You take five points of piercing damage. Okay. Go ahead and roll me another constitution saving throw. I did not succeed. Nope, you take 10 points of poison damage. So it was 5 and 10? Yep, so 15 total. Okay, I'm fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. Why does this always happen to your characters? <laughs> Even your heavily armored high con characters. Because this is Jeremy rolling dice. This is no, fine. This is William Everything rolling dice fine. to kill Jeremy. I mean, he was the one who had to roll the con save. Fine. Fair enough. Uh, that brings <sighs> it to Connie. Okay. We're smashing some giant spiders. Twenty-three hits. You're going for which one? The one that's on... The one on the wall. All right. Yeah, you split it in half with that great sword strike. It's dead. Great. Second attack. Ten unfortunately misses. Yep. You, it's already you, dead. Your sword is caught in the web that the first one left behind, and so you have to yank it free before you yeah. can get at the second one, which causes your second attack to miss. Esmeralda has to use her action to try and get out of the web, which is going to be a strength check on her part, which is not her best roll. In the interest of fairness, I realized I forgot to roll that con check when I initially got hit. But I'm fine. Uh, with a, with an eight, she is not able to free herself from the webbing. Valus, it's your turn. All right. Well, it didn't work the first time. But this one's not on the wall. Yeah, that that's gonna make a huge difference. Also, you uh, technically you're flanking with uh, Janelle. Cause you, I, I can only draw a line through the creature's space to. Eh, fair enough. Let's see how this goes. Actually, instead of inflict wounds, because ow, a vampiric touch. Hmm, that works with advantage. 20, that hits. Roll your damage. Eight damage. I believe you regain half that. I believe so. Uh, yes. Alright. And yeah, now it is a it is active. It is concentration, so I can just keep doing that. Yep. Uh Ismark is going to He's going to try and cut Esmeralda free from her webs. Uh, so he's going to attack with his longsword. 
only have an AC of 10, and with 11 slashing damage, will be able to cut free Esmeralda. <clears throat> Attack Ismark. And so he's going to swing at the at the spider and miss with an eight. Zanine. Okay. I am going to go for the one. Well, I thought of no. Go for the one that's right below me. Okay. Uh, attack. Attack is going to be here. Uh, the one on the character sheet. Oh. Sorry. That was okay. That one. Yep. That hits. Uh, so we'll take that 10 damage and then roll me another attack roll. Uh, attack. Okay. This one? Yes. This one? Yep, that's the right one. And then uh, go ahead and roll the damage again. Which is this one? The one that you, the one that you clicked on before, in that, the chat that box. brought up the ten and the nine. This one. Yes. Yes. There. Okay. So that's another ten. Twenty points of damage. So that one should be dead, correct? Not quite. Bummer. Janelle. Um. I'm going to try to free myself. I guess there's not much else I could do. You can make a strength check. Just straight strength? Yep. Six. Nah. Still wrapped up. <laughs> that was your action. And, yeah, there's not much else I can do. Yeah, all right. Unless, I can, unless I can use uh, patient defense. You can still attempt patient defense. It'll turn the automatic advantage into a regular roll. Yeah, then I will try. I will do that. All right. Uh, three spiders are still going to try and eat you now, though, with their regular attacks. 14, 21, one hits, uh, and 22. Both of them hit. So they need you to make two constitution saving throws as you take 10 points of piercing damage from both of the bites. Eighteen, nineteen. All right, so you're going to take half the poison damage, which will be a grand total of six poison damage that you take. Ouch, but still okay. More than half. All right, Connie. Okay. Um, Great sword. Smashing into things while I rage. Uh, You are flanking this one, so you have advantage, which you hit anyway. But see if you get a natural 20. Nope. Roll damage. And advantage on. Oh, sorry. Damage and divine fury damage. Uh, that one is super dead. Cool. Uh, moving up to the next one. That one's just a regular attack because you're not flanking. Fair enough. Thirteen just barely misses. Yeah, sorry. No worries. Uh, Esmeralda is free. And she's gonna cast a magic missile at that one that's injured. So she's going to... 
first level. Dealing seven points of force damage, which will finish off that spider. Valus. All right. Uh, there are two spiders left. Yep. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Hey, let's do that. Nineteen. Nineteen hits. For. Necrotic damage, you regain three hit points. Yep. And you have not cast a spell this turn, so you can theoretically use a bonus action spell if you want. I can. And I am going to cast. Let's do. You know, this one up here could probably use to be stand to be blasted. I hit the one that I'm on, but range spell. So let's let let's chuck a level two guiding bolt at it. Uh, guiding bolt in action. You're right. That is an action, not a bonus action. Also, the range uh, the attack thing is if you make I a range. Okay, I know what I'll. Duh. Rich weapon. I mean. Uh. Sorry, what was that about ranged action while you were at it? The the, the thing about the thing about range about ranged attacks is if you make a ranged attack while an enemy is in melee with you, not if it's against an enemy in melee. I think that's bullshit. But okay. Um not that's that not that I I'm not disagreeing with the fact that it says whether it says that or not, I'm saying that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um But yeah, then the I forgot bonus action, so spiritual weapons the only one I got. Uh, or no, healing word if you have it prepped. That's not. Uh, I do not have healing word prepped. We go full on with cure wounds or nothing at all, or self damage and heal. Um, actually, and I I stand corrected. That is not true. I am going to cast. Let's see, who has taken uh. uh just because, I mean, this is the only person I can see that uh, Janelle's taking all damage, but Connie's taking damage, and I think it'll be funny to cast a Kelmvor spell on her. <laughs> Shield of Faith. Just to rub it in. Kelmvor is protecting you. Since soon has not done so. I don't say that. Valis thinks it. Soon has yep. not protected her one day in her life. You gain a plus two bonus to your armor class from the defensive magics of Kelimvor. Cool. They couldn't hit me anyways, but nice. Ismark is going to try to hurt this guy. One hand strike, 16 hits for 8 slashing, 24 hits for 5 slashing, 19 hits for 7 slashing. He did a good job. <laughs> That's a grand total of 20 damage that he just did to this one spider who's up on this wall. Zanin. I 
Can I reach the one that's on the wall? Yep. Do you I need, need to move? take you need to take one step to the left to hit it, but you can. One step to the left. Attack the one that's on the wall. Oh, there we go. Uh, other one. The one on your character sheet first. Oh, okay. Where in the heck is that? There it is. Okay, got it. 12, unfortunately, will miss. You do have a second attack, though, so hit it again. Okay, got it. 13, also unfortunately, misses. Dang. As both of those sword swipes, unfortunately, swing just too short from the spider on the wall. Jonelle, you're still restrained. Well, I'm going to try to break out again. What strength check? 19. 19. The DC was 12. You bust your way out of the webs. <laughs> Is that your turn? Nope, that's going to be my turn. All right, giant spider. Do either of you regain your web attack? One of you does. They're going to try and web Connie. Connie's got the giant greatsword that they're swinging at them. Mm-hmm. What's your armor class now? 19. That's an 18. Kalimbor says you're welcome. So the the spider fires a web at your torso, and it you the, this magical shield of energy stops it in midair as it sticks to the barrier and then just slides to the ground. Uh, and the other one is going to try and bite Zanin. Okay, spider attempted bite. As a 12, which will miss. Missed. My monsters do not want to hurt you guys, apparently, until they really, really do. Connie, we it's your turn. We have had weird luck in this game. Uh, Raging with a great sword at the one next to me. 15. 15 Full damage. And Divine Fury. 15. 15 damage. Alright, it's not quite dead, but it's looking real bad. Make your second attack. Fuck hell. <laughs> yeah. Esmeralda is gonna try and end this. She's going to cast Magic Missile at her one fourth level spell slot. She's gonna split at the four, five, six. You're gonna split them evenly. Three missiles for each spider. So that'll be seven to one and nine to the other, which will take both of them out as six magic missiles fly from Esmeralda and slam into each of these spiders, taking them down as Icar splatters all over the battlefield. And as you collect your breath after encountering all nine of these spiders that you have now demolished, that is where we will end for the day.
50 minutes of time. All right. Say goodbye. Adios. Bye. Bye.